Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Shane, and I've got three other wonderful guys here today. The first thing we want to do is open every podcast up in prayer. So you'll know a little bit more about who we are and what we're about here in just a second. But for the moment being, we're going to give uh, thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this moment in time. Uh, We thank you for who you are, God, and your sovereignty. There's so much going on in the world today that we don't understand, that we can't comprehend. Lord, but we lean on you. We, We trust in you. We try to give up our own pride and just trust in you, Lord, for our day-to-day, God, for everything that we do. Uh, We pray that this podcast is of you and is uplifting to others through your name, Lord. We just lift that up, God, and we're, we're thankful for the opportunity to give these moments to you to honor you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So first of all, we're going to go around the room here. We're going to do something a little different. We've got four guys sitting in this room doing this podcast, and we are going to introduce ourselves to you, the listener. However, we're going to do it in a little bit different way than would normally be done. We're going to introduce each other. There's two sets of brothers in here. Uh-oh. You heard one of them. He said, uh-oh. I'm not going to start. So my name is Shane. My brother is Brandon. And we have two other brothers in here, Sean and Obi. So we're going to start with Sean. Sean's the oldest, therefore, he gets the honor to talk first, but he has the honor to talk first about his brother. Lovely. Obi. Little Lovely. brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Sean, and um, I just, um, my brother Obi here, he is uh, my younger brother, seven years, seven and a half years younger than I am. And uh, he's also uh, my manager and uh, at Texas Farm Bureau. Um, we're in the insurance business, and uh, anyway, I'm very, um, very blessed uh, to have uh, an awesome little brother who I look up to and uh, and admire. He has a uh, beautiful family of five and uh, is a uh, is a leader and uh, and a God fearing man, and uh, I love him. <laughs> well, now it's my turn to brag on on my brother a little bit. I'm Obi. Um, Sean is, again, my older brother of seven years. Sean has a family of five as well, three beautiful girls. He is an insurance agent with Texas Farm Bureau. Um, Sean is one of the most determined men, uh, determined in business, determined in seeking the Lord in everything he does and glorifying him in everything he does. And my brother since birth, and and love him very much, and uh, just a little bit about Sean. My turn. So this is Brandon. My little brother is Shane. Uh, I would say that our journey started off a little rocky. We didn't love each other as much as we probably should have uh, <laughs> growing up because I was probably pretty tough on him. And uh, he is way smarter than me, so he never got in trouble because he learned from my mistakes. So a little bit about Shane. 
Uh, he's married to somebody that I think very highly of, his wife, Courtney, who is possibly one of the most God-fearing women that I have the blessing to be around as her brother-in-law. So she keeps him in line. Uh, he is the cool uncle to all of my kids, and uh, that's good because they don't uh, have but two choices, and the other uncle's pretty cool too. And um, he has really always been an entrepreneur at heart, and I have been lucky enough to uh, get to see the world through his eyes the last couple of years because uh, I wouldn't have been sitting here doing a podcast even five short years ago. So uh, he's somebody that makes me better, and uh, I'm proud to call him my little brother. There's always that little brother thing in there, <laughs> you know. This is Shane, by the way, his little brother. Um, we know that we know that my brain's not as big as his because his head is about the size of a watermelon. <laughs> So he's he's it's not true. if he says I'm smarter than him he's not just not utilizing as much as, as I am. So my my big brother uh, I love him dearly. I'll first start off in saying that what I've seen in my brother Brandon over the past few years is just a tremendous desire to serve the Lord. And uh, over the years I've looked up to him um, quite a bit, but especially over the past couple of years his his determination and desire uh, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ in his life is like is like no other, and I'm very uh, in admiration of that. He's got a beautiful family. He's got four kids. Um, we always talked about who is smarter. Uh, it's still in question who's better looking. <laughs> Depends on who you ask and what day it is. Depends on who's where when you get asked. Yes, um, but he's a wonderful dad and father that dives into his kids and teaches biblical principles to his, his children and, and all those around him. He's been a wonderful influence, and I'm proud to call him a brother. So, you heard who, who we are. You got our names. Now, let's just kind of pass it around the table, guys. And I think we talked about every podcast needs to have some sort of theme, right? People need to tune in, kind of understanding what they're going to hear. And here, we have a pretty singular mindset on what we want you to walk away or step out of your car every day after you listen to and know that you've listened to this podcast for a reason. And so let's just pass it around the table and kind of talk about what we want the listeners to get from this podcast. From my point of view, you know, I, I really just, um, the, I want the takeaway to be, um, you know, Life is full of ups and downs, you know, in family, uh, in business, um, in relationships, and, um, you know, whether it's friendships or um, distant family, whatever, you know, it's, it's just, it's full of ups and downs, and I think it's important um, that everybody understands where you, where you turn during, during the downtime, and, uh, and then who you seek, even whenever uh, you're on top of the world, and, uh, and who you glorify, and and where that glory needs to go, and uh, so you know, I just want to, I just want to be sure that uh, um, we are, I guess, um, we are the, I guess, examples, and we're giving our uh, audience the, um, the mistakes that we've made, and just helping them understand the mistakes that we've made, and and uh, and and just. You know, making sure that they are seeking seeking the Lord during these times, during these crazy times that we live in. Yeah, piggybacking off that, um, 
you know, this is OB. I'm sure one of these, uh, as we go along here, you'll probably recognize all of our voices and know who's speaking when, when we're speaking. But, um, yeah, just, just piggybacking off what Sean said, um, you know, we, we live in a broken world. Each one of us are broken. Our lives are difficult. Um, we, we all have challenges. We all have, uh, you know, things that just really kick us in the teeth on a week-in and week-out basis. And, and, and uh, you know, everybody's challenges, you know, one's not greater than the next. And, and um, you know, I feel like that for me, this podcast is an opportunity for us to show that, um, you know, what you look like on Facebook, um, you know, what you look like, uh, you know, in, in, in your family pictures that, that, and your selfies, uh, you know, that, that we might see, um, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or, or, uh, you know, just the things that we're hearing aren't necessarily, uh, you know, we're hearing the good stuff, um, you know, and we understand that, that the bad stuff happens every day too. And, you know, we get an opportunity to, to talk with you guys about, where we turn in those struggles and those battles, um, you know, Sean talked a little bit about just the the climate of our of our nation, of our country in particular, just the chaotic, um, you know, the brokenness that's just going on right now. And um, you know, one of the one of the big um, what I feel like plagues of our generation. Uh, is is men that are willing to, that are basically unwilling men men that are unwilling to step up for their families to step up in their roles as leaders in their house um, and call called to be the men that that God calls us to be I just feel like there's a there's an epidemic of fatherlessness in in, in the homes and in the world and um, you know I feel like that uh, God has given us this small little platform to maybe spread some some joy, st- spread some peace, spread uh, something that in, in a world full of chaos, full of really fear and a lot of lies, <laughs> you know, from from everywhere you look, we're hoping to, uh, you know, for me, this this podcast is we're hoping to spread some truth into and some light into uh, how we can overcome how we can um get peace and joy in the midst of this big struggle that we call life amen obi i love that so for me i have found in my walk with uh, the lord especially as it's uh, become a much more prioritized thing daily uh, hopefully minute by minute if i'm paying attention is that we serve an omniscient lord we serve a sovereign lord so with that sovereignty I am learning and having to relearn because I'm a slow learner. I don't use all my big brain like Shane was talking about. (laughs) Um, That the answers are all right there in that beautiful thing, the Bible that the Lord provided for us. And we get away from it sometimes and forget that that's where we need to be daily. The next thing on top of that is, is that, so this group of guys here that you're listening to, we have been meeting every Thursday pretty consistently for, for a while now. Uh, early in the morning, pretty much for anyone else is out and about doing something in the typical world. And, you know, that verse, iron sharpens iron, th- that verse in the Bible is not just words on a piece of paper. 
because the fact that you can be vulnerable with other men going through similar walks of life allows your iron to be sharpened, so to speak, which then flips the whole negative connotation of peer pressure into a positive light. You know, peer pressure is a good thing when it's men holding you accountable to serve Jesus. It's a bad thing when it's the other things we know about that uh, we probably have all experienced that we'll talk about at different times during the podcast. So for me, it's just helping men know that it's cool to seek Jesus and uh, businessmen and entrepreneurs and fathers and uh, helping men know that it's okay to talk about Jesus more than anything else in your household to your kids. And uh, these men here helped me do that. So that's what I'm most excited about. So some somebody really smart once said, and I don't remember who it was, that take the five people that you spend the most time with, and basically that is your realm of growth possibility. So if we took the five people that we spend the most time with, um, I got around these guys to level my game up. <laughs> in all aspects, in my Christian walk, in my business, in my family. Let me put family before business there because that's where it, where it belongs. But these guys bring me up, and I think that the reason that that happens is because we're so real with each other. There's no topic that's within this group that's off, off base. There's no topic that's shunned. We're not judging each other. We are literally just hand-in-hand walking through this Christian life together. And how that relates to you, the listener, trying to just kind of summarize what everybody said is that Obi was talking earlier about we want to be kingdom men. And I think that's what this podcast is going to mostly be about because that relates to everything that we do in our life. If we're not seeking and serving the Lord, then everything else is out of order. And so if we are seeking and serving the Lord, that's one. Then we're leading our families correctly. That's two. And then we're running our businesses. We're all businessmen sitting in this room. And if those things are in order, we're going to run our business in a way that honors him. And I believe that he's going to honor us through that or allow us to have a bigger platform to honor him. That was one of Sean's prayers for a long time. Uh, having a bigger platform to honor our Lord. So Amen. the way we're going to break this thing down is we're going to bring a topic each week. Uh, one of the guys sitting at this table is going to bring a topic each week, and we're going to kind of work off that. We may chase some rabbits, which usually happens. Yes, it does. But uh, we're going to try to honor the Lord in whatever we do. So we're going to pass it back to Obi. Obi has been reading a book, and he's going to tell you a little bit about that book. Well, uh been reading this book just enough to intrigue me. Um, I just started it two nights ago. Uh, it's a book by Dr. Tony Evans called Kingdom Men. And my wife actually got it for me for my birthday that was last week. And um, anyway, I had been reading in Jeremiah and the Bible and, and uh, was finishing that up and trying to figure out what I was going to jump on next. I really enjoy reading uh, just to try to wind down. Um, you know, we're, we all um, we all wind down in little different ways. Uh, I struggle sleeping sometimes, so I uh, I try to get get my mind off of business, get my mind off of uh, you know the day to day, and and really get into uh, a good uh, Christ based, you know, Jesus based, Christian based book to 
uh, get my mind right before I close my eyes and, and go to sleep. Um, like Shane said, Kingdom Men uh, by Tony Evans is what I've jumped into here recently. And I have I have really been spoken to in just the last two nights. Uh, and really knowing that, knowing that we were going to start our first uh, recording of our podcast today, uh, had no idea that it would be almost verbatim, you know, what I was thinking our podcast was going to be about. Uh, just the overall theme of the of the book is similar to the overall theme of what I feel like we're uh, trying to accomplish here. And, and that is uh, being kingdom men, what that means, what that looks like. Um, Tony Evans just talks about, the author of this book, um, you know, talks about the, the plague, the epidemic that is going on. Um, you know, when I say all those words, I'm sure most people are thinking pandemic. You know, they're thinking coronavirus, the, everything going on in the world from that, uh, from that degree. But, you know, in, in this, uh, you know, book, it's talking about the epidemic of fatherlessness in the homes and in, in our country. And um, basically what that's doing to uh, our country and, and, and the casualties that are, that are um, really experienced because of this fatherlessness and the, the marriages that are broken, the children that have no chance of, uh, of being, living a, a life um, filled with any type of peace and joy that they could potentially experience if they had a positive male father in their home leading them uh, down the right path. It's not to say that, that moms aren't doing a fantastic job when, when the, um, you know, the father is, is absent. And, uh, it's, this is strictly talking to the dads and basically Tony in this book is telling whoever the reader is, man up, you know, let's man up. It's time to man up, accept your role, accept the God-given role that God gave you as a man. And, um, essentially, um, start being the, first of all, go to the Bible, go to, uh, the, our, our manuscript for what life, how, how we're supposed to live our life, how we're, what we're supposed to do as men and leaders and, uh, follow that example. And really it's that simple. Um, you know, it's, it's that simple. We just, we follow this manuscript and if we will, follow it. Um, we're setting our families, we're setting our employees, we're setting our co-workers, um, everybody that, that we live day to day with, um, you know, we're setting them up to basically, you know, have a better opportunity to live a more fulfilled life, you know, and, and that, that's kind of, that's what I've taken from the book so far. Um, you know, I'm only three chapters in and I feel like I've taken a lot in that's, three chapters, that's good stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super important. Uh, you know, uh, as a, just being an entrepreneur myself, you know, I, I think it's very easy to get sucked into the world, um, of, um, 
competition, you know, and, and, uh, to turn into a workaholic real quick, you know, and to neglect your family. And, uh, so uh, I think it's important that people understand it doesn't mean just not, not being there. Um, I guess, um, you know, like a, a divorced family or a, a fa- or a totally absent father, you know, I think there's a way to, to, uh, be married and have a family and, and to still be absent, you know, and, um, you know, so it's um, it's a um, it's a big deal, uh, and I think more now than ever. You know, in the world of uh, uh, smartphones and just uh, all the just everything, you know, competition. You know, I think it's higher now than it's ever been, and uh, and you know, um, especially in, in in business as a whole, everybody can uh, start a business from you know their sofa, you know, with their smartphone and. Uh, you know, uh, for me, I think that puts a lot of pressure on people who are uh, just entrepreneurs in general and uh, makes them feel like maybe they have to work 16 hours a day, you know, in order to support their family. And it, it makes them, um, you know, um, it causes trouble in their marriages and not to mention uh, even equally as important their children, you know, and uh, whenever the, the dad's not around. You were given some statistics earlier uh, of – you know, um, absent fathers and, and basically uh, statistics of people who go to jail, rapists, and on all the different what, – what were those numbers again? It was interesting. Well, again, these – you know, I just want to make sure that the listeners understand that we're not pulling numbers out of the sky. Uh, these, these came directly from the kingdom, Tony Evans' book. Um, and so I'm not 100% sure where Tony pulled these statistics from. I'm sure he, he outlined that. But, um, you know, before I give those statistics, when, you know, we're talking about, you know, fathers basically not willing to man up, take their role. That doesn't, you know, we talk about fatherless homes. Um, fathers not just being, fathers being completely absent, um, you know, is, is one thing. Fathers workaholics, you know, just like you talked about. They're absent as well. You know, this is we're not just talking about homes that don't have a male father in the home. You know, we're talking about many, many homes that have fathers that are there right now. They're just not. They're just not engaged. They're checked out. Yeah, they're checked out exactly. And that's again, that's what Tony's talking about in this book. Um, but yeah, as far as those statistics are concerned, uh, he mentioned that. Eighty-one percent of rapists and men with anger management um, issues came from fatherless homes in the United States. Uh, in the United States prison system, seventy-one uh, percent of the men in prisons came from fatherless homes. Uh, it, I believe it was sixty-three percent of high school dropouts came from homes that had no fathers. Uh, those were the ones that stuck out to me. There were others. Uh, there was there was statistics on, um, you know, divorce rates for homes where obviously there is a father, but he's absent. Mm-hmm. He's 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 focused on things that aren't um, you know that don't line up with the way that God you know laid out our role. Um, but yeah, those are just a few of the statistics that you can see 
vividly the impact of uh, us not men not um, answering the call, you know, answering the call that God puts us puts out there for us, um, and then what happens to our families when we don't answer that call and we're not willing to uh, to man up, yeah. you know. I think it's easy to be selfish in this world. Uh, there's a lot of things every every day around us that teach us in the world to worry about number one. It's all about you. Make sure you're happy. Make sure that, you know, you're doing things that fulfill you. It's not easy to be selfless. Uh, the one that teaches that is our Father, Jesus Christ. And men are intrinsically prideful. I Amen. am. Amen. We are. We all are. Absolutely. No doubt. And so it's an everyday battle to try to fight that. And we only have, we can only, we can only make that battle valiant if we're going to our source. And again, that's Jesus. And so when we're going through our, our day-to-day, you know, being, being fatherless, or you're talking about fatherless children, fatherless sons, it, it is literally an hour-by-hour struggle to be a good father. So it's not easy. It is definitely a road less traveled. And it's, you know, a call to us sitting in this room to, to be different. And it's a call to you guys out there listening to be different. Because if we continue on this same path, then we are leading to a road of destruction. Absolutely. Those numbers are going to continue to rise. So a couple things that stuck out to me when I was listening to uh, Obi's take on the statistics, which were just staggering. A uh, little background on me. I worked in education for uh, close to 15 years as a middle school principal in a little small town. Uh, and I, I saw this on a very rural level with small numbers. So I'm going to bring it back to the Bible. It is not coincidental, people, that Jesus is referred to as our heavenly father. Okay. Now, these four guys sitting in this room have all been very blessed and, uh, we are very thankful that we have godly fathers on earth. Amen. We realize uh, in our conversations weekly and daily that that is a blessing. That is one that I know I've taken for granted for a large part of my life until probably the last five, six years. Not coincidentally, I started seeking Jesus more in the last five, six years. And I can recognize that my heavenly father pours through my earthly father. So we understand that being present as a father, uh, I remember that saying that gets used a lot around Christmas time, and it's so true, and I'm guilty of this. So just know anytime you hear me, Brandon, speaking, I'm speaking from my faults more than my accomplishments. Um, Your children, our children want our presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, more Did you spell a, that right? I think. I hope. <laughs> if I didn't, y'all get the point. Uh, not, not Christmas presents. Yeah, the not opposite, Christmas right. presents. The opposite. And, you know, when we have children and, and we're in the home with them daily, which this whole pandemic has allowed us, many of us, to work from home and see things from a different light, they are watching us. And they are a genuine minute-by-minute reflection of how we are balancing that. And... Balance is a fictitious thing, I believe. 
it, it is impossible to be balanced all the time, but it is possible to run everything through the filter of Jesus. And uh, you get offline, you get to go back to him and ask for forgiveness and try again. Uh, so What's so cool about that is that when you do ask, when you mess up, right, and you do ask your kids for forgiveness, mm-hmm. how freely they give it. Yeah. It's insanely amazing. Yes. <laughs> so true. And that's a design of the Lord. Like when we go to him and we're in true forgiveness and, and, and true um, repentance fashion, when we ask him to forgive us, it's not even a question he does, which is, it's, it's, it's hard to fathom. But just the example on this earth that our kids can give us in forgiveness is another example and proof that and God is real. That's man. exactly right. You know, um, hitting on what Brandon was talking about a little bit, just from, uh, you know, he, he felt the need to tell us that most of what he's going to talk about is, is experience and learn from mistakes that he's made. Um, I feel like that's all of us. Amen. Uh, yeah. You know, Amen. I didn't want to that, speak for y'all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can, I, I feel, I feel like that, that we need to absolutely throw that out there. Um, I also feel like we need to throw out there that by no means are we experts on the Bible on, um, you know, on, on, the things that we're talking about, I, I feel like the goal here is um, we, the, the, the one thing that we know to be true 1,000% is the Bible. Uh, we know that in seeking what the Lord wants us to do for our lives, we know, we, we believe this to be factual. There's, this is not an opinion uh, that the Lord will... Um, he will give us peace and joy like we've never experienced before because he promises these things. He promises these things in the Bible. And um, so we know that, that in our uh, search through that Bible that we're going to find the peace and joy that we all long for in this life. Um, now, again, we are so broken. Uh, Amen. You know, we are so broken, and, and um, you know, if we say something, you know, on this podcast that, that you disagree with, uh, I'm sure that we can probably, um, you know, have an email set up eventually or something where we can maybe further explain, explain some answers and stuff like that. Shane, you feel like maybe we can Absolutely. do something like that? Absolutely, we can. But, well, that goes right back to the Bible, too. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're surrounded by men— who are seeking Jesus, there's imperfection all over. And we're fooling ourselves if we don't think we need accountability from godly men. You know, that, that is a lie that the world is telling us. We need men to go, hey, Brandon, you need to buck up, big boy, and get your act together. You are not leading like a godly father. Right. You know that's not pleasing to the Lord. And if you don't have that, you're going to go wayward easily more easily we've all experienced that absolutely so that's good stuff and, uh, back to the book you know i mean kingdom men um you know tony evans is basically making a call he's 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 calling the men uh, of the world to to man up um does that mean that these men that he is calling to be kingdom men are perfect are not broken are not absolutely not he's 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 calling all of the broken men he's calling all of the men that don't have it together to 
uh, draw near to seek the Lord, to build their relationship, and to create an, a platform to spread that, that 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 they've learned in the process of becoming kingdom men. So it's, you know, I feel like, again, back to why are we doing this um, topic for today? Yeah, kingdom men. I think... I think that's going to be the topic a lot of days. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like Shane said in the beginning of the podcast, you know, we feel like that pretty much every realm of our lives um, can can be can, the, the 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 term kingdom men can be thrown into that. Um, you know, as a platform to glorify God in whatever category of life we're living in in that moment. And um, I just feel like that regardless of of our brokenness, regardless of our mistakes, our past, uh, everywhere we failed, we still feel like it's our responsibility to figure out a way to glorify the Lord in everything that we do and try to be the best kingdom men that we can be. Amen. Amen. It's so important. You know, um, you know, just to kind of say just a comment on what kind of what Obi, Obi was saying. Um, we, we don't think we're the, the, the smartest or the brightest or the most uh, biblical, uh, you know, guys out there. Uh, but we do, uh, we do study scripture and we do look at it on a daily basis. And, um, you know, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen does say iron sharpens iron. And uh, it's talking about the, the average of the top five you're hanging around, the people you're hanging out with most, um, that that's how you become sharper. That's how you become uh, more more skilled in understanding God's word. Amen. And uh, so uh, you know, it, it starts with uh, scripture and reading scripture and prayer, and then surrounding yourself with the right people. And uh, so um, yeah, we we're broken. We all make mistakes. And uh, I know that's been said several times, but it's it's true. And uh, so we, we want to, if we can help you to be better and help you to find uh, that void um, that, we all, that we all seek, uh, you know, uh, that void of uh, eternal joy, you know, um, we know where you can find it, and, uh, and it's Jesus Christ. That's, Amen. that's the one all end all. Yeah, so. yeah I, I just want to echo that point. This is Shane. Um, I'm broken too. I don't want to be the only one sitting at this table that didn't say. Trust me, I'm he's broken. The most, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's true. Um, he, Big Brother, is right on that. So, there's things that we have to think about, and us in this room have talked about several times, quite a bit over the past year. How does iron sharpen iron? You can't sharpen each other if we're not being real. We cannot sharpen each other if we're not being real. Truthful. And if yep. if you're out there and you have, if you're fortunate enough to have guys in your life right now that are sharpening you, they can't sharpen you unless you're being real with them and real with yourself. We can lie to ourselves, and I've done it time after time, that I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. I mean, look at my family. Look at what I've built. Look at me compared to others. Mm-hmm. And when I begin to compare myself to others <laughs> in a sinful manner, I'm only comparing myself to the people that I feel like I'm better than. 
Right. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. leaving out the ones that I don't feel like I can beat. You know, you're, you're talking about competition. Yep. And comparison is, is a thief. Of joy. Yeah. Absolutely. My wife says, I don't know, is, it, is this in she the said, Bible? I don't know. I've heard your wife say it. I okay. love it. Yes. We use it all the time. I'm pretty sure it is from the Bible somewhere. I couldn't pull the scripture exactly, but she says it all the time. I use it with my kids. Comparison yeah. is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. When we are willing to let that guard down and be real and intimate with ourselves and with other men around us, that is where the Lord starts to truly grow us. Yeah. You know, the thing that jumps into my head immediately is, for some reason I feel called because of our business and how many people we inter- interact with on a very personal level. Many of our clients become great friends. They're younger men, uh, a lot of them. And the number of those men who rarely have what we have at this table makes me just want to find a way to let them experience that Um, because growth comes from being uncomfortable period it always comes from being uncomfortable and experiencing things that make us grow and uh, when you're surrounded by men who are trying to sharpen one another that is friction that's sharpening that iron and um, friction is healthy uh, in the right places. It can also be. It also hurts. Yeah, it also hurts. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that vulnerability Shane was talking about, and uh, uh, really we've all spoken on it, is uh, there's there's a lie that's being told in the world today that men can't be vulnerable and be successful. And that's a lie because the assumptions being made that it's being done from a non-godly point of view. And uh, also the measure of success in today's world is quite convoluted absolutely absolutely yep yep real quick uh comparison is the thief of joy is a uh is a statement that was made by theodore roosevelt roosevelt and um but there is a a lot of correlations to the bible it gives uh in romans 12 6 uh second corinthians 10 12 there's there's ways you can it corresponds with the bible uh but that was a uh a statement made by Theodore Roosevelt. Yep. So I think everybody's already picking up the vibe of our group. Sean is going to be sure we have facts based off of what we're, which I love because he constantly brings new information to us for us to give our take on, to read through. And uh, that has been a blessing to me and knowing Sean in the short time I've known him is that, you know, he's not only going to tell you something, he's going to tell you where he learned it from. And uh, that validity uh, it's very important in today's age where we get slapped with a barrage of information 24-7. <laughs> you know. Politics, we're not going to get in it today. I always yeah. say, do you know Jesus? And if they want to keep talking, then it's all good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sean's a fact checker. Brandon and Obi are uh, very calculated, and I'm just going to shoot from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Shane lie to you. Uh, he has grown in his... Uh, lessening of shooting from the hip uh in the past several years yeah, i used to carry double six shooters now it's just one yep <laughs> yeah turn, i think turn, i turn. think uh the listeners will quickly realize that shane's probably 
the most comfortable on uh-huh. the mic. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I, I think that'll that, change. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. That'll I, change. I, I need the most practice. Shane has been talking in the mirror since he could talk. So <laughs> and dancing. And dancing. Listen, and the Lord's got a hold to me. I used to be pretty impressed with myself. And he's like, hey, bring it down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been here. That's what we're here for. Well, you know, Brandon was talking about business uh, art, really just being uncomfortable, getting out of your comfort zone. I just really feel like that applies to everything in life. And, um, you know, we just hit on that from, from, from sitting here talking into these microphones. It's cert- certainly out of my comfort zone. Um, but I have, um, I have worked in business long enough to find out that great things happen outside of that mm-hmm. comfort zone. And, um, so I'm all in, you know, I, I, I feel like that, um, you know, we're going to learn, we're going to, um, to get better at talking into these microphones, you know, myself, you know, anyway, and I'm going to continue to get out of my comfort zone. And I believe that the Lord is going to work through this. I really do. Absolutely. So guys, uh, if you're listening just for a disclaimer out there, if you think you heard a chicken crowing. You did. <laughs> or more sitting, than one. Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> we're sitting, the room we're sitting in is in my shop, and it is right beside our chicken coop, one of them. And there's about 30-something chickens in there, and we have another one with 10 or 15. So We're downtown Dallas, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close. So if you hear lawnmowers cranking, cranking chickens crowing, Kids, Kids yelling, yelling. Yeah. you know you're in the right spot. Yes. Right. And if that feels comfortable to you, you're going to really enjoy this. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't feel comfortable to you. We're putting you outside your comfort that's zone. That's right. Grow. Listen anyways. <laughs> that's right. So um, we are about to the end of the podcast today. Is, uh, is there anything that anybody else would like to add before we kind of shut it down? I don't think so. No. I think uh, – I think I hope good. listeners enjoyed enjoyed uh, our first um, uncut, uh, rough edge, you know. Uh, but I tell you what, um, just like we're praying that we're going to sharpen you all, um, you know, with God's help, and and uh, you know we're going to sharpen this podcast for you guys too. And so we're we're excited about that, and excited about um, you know what the Lord has in store. Absolutely. It's just going to get better and better. Absolutely. So a challenge that we want to throw out to you, to you guys listening, I'm, I'm going to say you guys because I'm going to assume that 98% of our listeners are going to be men. Um, and the 2% women are probably going to be like listening and sending it to their husbands. Our wives. <laughs> yeah, our wives <laughs> yes. are the 2% that are listening. Yes. Uh, the challenge is call your closest friend today, man, your closest man friend, and just kind of start, don't call your buddy and be like, hey, man, I want to have a deep, intimate relationship with you. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> he might hang up on you. But just start, take one step towards beginning to create that relationship rooted in, in Christ. And uh, I think maybe we should end the podcast every time on just the scripture for the day. And I, I would assume that today is Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. I like it. Um, Sean's pulling that up so that he can quote it directly hey, from Shane, the word. I'm going to add one more thing to that, too. If you don't have that man that's your friend, uh, and that's very possible, 
or you have a friend that you don't think would help you uh, iron sharpen iron type mentality, start finding somewhere to get out of your comfort zone and get into a environment that will allow you to do that. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, Proverbs uh, twenty seven seventeen as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Amen. Amen. All right, signing off. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. If you got any kind of value or enjoyed this, uh, if you feel like your friends could use it, share it with them. Um, it won't hurt our feelings if you don't. But, uh, again, we are just here to glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is not about us. Every guy in this room would say that. We don't want any type of glory, so don't spin it in that way. Um, we don't want to spin it in that way. Tell them it's about Jesus and about growing your personal relationship with him and about being kingdom, kingdom men with a kingdom mindset. Y'all have a great day. What do y'all say? Kick kick, uh, kick the day in the face. I like to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever day it is you're listening to, it, kick it in the face, but tell them about Jesus while you're doing it. Amen. <laughs>